Yo, what's going on? It's your boy. Can we keep it real? Yo, Michigan, 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 yo. This is the shit of Sylvester Seal Murray. He was the largest black heroin supplier in Michigan and probably the largest in the Midwest. I mean, they even had a subcommittee on this dude. The government said that this dude, Murray, was a major importer of heroin and cocaine which connects all up and down the east and friggin' west coast in the Caribbean. And they also tied it to a big-ass conspiracy. And you ever hear of YBI? Well, I bet Michigan cats have. YBI uh, stands for Young Boys Incorporated. See, YBI was a very well-known organization group of, of drug dealers. They would ship, like, mass distributions of, of dope to, to drug addicts and users throughout Detroit area. What they, the, the basis of their organization was to use juveniles as young as, as 12 years old in the lower echelons of the organization. These kids were the runners, and they would sell individual, like, coin envelopes containing... Um, to Canaan dope directly to um, to users and and people in public housing projects all around Detroit. In other areas, uh, like the city of Detroit, um, what is it? Highland Park, Pontiac, Flint, Michigan. Like Flint, Michigan, that shit is off the hook. That's probably just as bad as when I went to New Orleans. This organization, it represented a unique distribution method of uh, that is non-traditional in any criminal enterprise. By using these kids in the most visible aspects, their hair trafficking, their friggin' dope, and by other means, the leaders of the operation, they managed to insult themselves to like pretty much take themselves from conventional law enforcement efforts. I mean, most people, the heroin in Detroit area came from this group, YBI, the investigation into Sylvester Steele was, was a big-ass investigation. Uh, they said they utilized a combination of teaks, including informants, pen registers, physical surveillance, undercover activity, uh, financial investigations, analytics, uh, electronic surveillance to uh, penetrate the upper people in the organization. Um, they involved a cooperating ethic by um, the DEA, the IRS, Detroit PD, Michigan Police. The main dude in this case, Sylvester Seal Murray, he was the main source of supply for YBI. This was the initial target. See, this was back in like 1980. A detective with the Michigan State Narcotics Force, he was able to purchase a small amount of heroin from an individual by the name of Melvin Davenport, also known as Sammy D. He was in a, a foreman. Yep, another rat squad, another guy, don't keep it real. They advised Special Agent uh, Walter Brown of the DEA that Sammy D knew a great deal about the activities of Sylvester Murray. During 81, in the springtime, Special Agent Brown, acting as an undercover, was able to contact Sammy D and discuss the possibility of buying some dope. He said, uh, you know, give me $75 sample. 
The special agent Brown, posting as a narcotics deal from Ohio, he made numerous purchases of heroin from Sammy and other people associated in with the organization. One undercover contact included a brief face-to-face meeting with Sylvester Murray himself. Sammy D. told the, the undercover an extensive body of information about Sylvester Murray. In July of 81, Sammy D. told the agent that Murray was earning about five to 7000 a day, and he kept a supply of dope in the Jefferson apartment building in Detroit. He also told the agents that Murray had been selling narcotics since he was like 14. And a result of this big-ass mouth running his mouth about other people's business, he wasn't even an informant yet. So they started analyzing telephone records of Sammy D and others um, from the telephone information. And um, they were allowed the government agents to seek a court order wire intercept on the telephone of Sammy D and his associate, John Thomas. The court order was entered in March of 82. More than six friggin' hundred calls were intercepted during the following 20 days. 600 calls in 20 days. The wire picks, they revealed a close relationship between Sylvester Murray and Johnny Thomas and provided basis on what they were going to seek their court court order on. The following month, Sylvester Murray's home telephone located in um, Southfield, Michigan was bugged. Numerous narcotic-related conversations were picked up on Murray's phone. This guy was talking on his phone so much that the police went and got another court order. They ended up bugging a friggin' phone in apartment 24 in uh, Jefferson Apartments in Detroit. Then they went ahead and got a search warrant, and it was executed on apartment 24. They seized 696000 in cash was seized. Much of the money was contained. It was in garbage bags. There was so much money. About the same time, police were getting ready to kick in another door. Daryl Young. He lived in apartment 2706. And there they found about 40 G's along with a bunch of heroin, coke. One package of heroin weighed like nearly one half pound and was analyzed and found to contain 71% heroin. Imagine that, a half pound of 71% heroin. The Detroit Police Department chemist ended up testifying that the average individual dosage unit found in a single coin envelope of heroin in the last year was one half of 0.3 grams of powder with 1% heroin. This dude had 71% heroin. The DEA Computed the half pound of bag was 71. That's crazy. It would make 70,000 individual dosage units of heroin. Additionally, the chemist indicated that he had analyzed 500 samples in his career. And only 5% of these were revealed greater than 60%. So this dude had some pure shit. This dude had a real, real connect. But back then, the FBI was so amazed that, that how can a black man be doing this in a time when it was racially divided? See, the search warrant for the, for the phone in Murray's house, see, that was still in effect at the time. He had no idea. Within an hour of getting searched, Murray had heard of it and reported to his girl that it was not the police he was afraid of. However, but those dagos, 
See, the wires picked up supporting affidavits and remained under court seal as the investigation ended up progressing into the, the link between Murray and, and YBI. And now they start to get evidence about members of the organization. In June of 82, a search warrant was obtained for the home of Milton Davis Jones, also known as, as Butch Jones. Butchie Jones was like the principal leadership for YBI. And he was responsible for organizing the groups, um, getting their tightly nip distribution organization on the day-to-day activities. But on the day the search warrant at Jones's house, he was followed to an address on Tracy in the city of Detroit. Jones carried a satchel into the Tracy residence. At the time of the execution of the federal warrant on Jones's home, he admitted to agents and police officers that the satchel contained more than $10,000 in dope proceeds he had been instructed earlier by Murray to go and collect and count the money and bring it to Tracy. A second federal warrant is now issued for the Tracy residence. That was executed. What they find there? Sylvester Murray was in the joint. They also found a seized 633000 But the investigation at that time, during the month before this raid, someone broke into the Tracy Street residence and stole a quarter million dollars belonging to Murray. This was a Detroit gang issue of Can We Keep It Real? Stay tuned for more upcoming. Jake LaMotta rubbed shoulders with Detroit mob in his fight career. And more. And if there's any crazy gang mafia stories you want to hear, you want to tell, hit me up. Can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. It's your boy Mikey and I'm out.